and welcome to episode 25 of Into the Podcast. I am your host, Sam, and other host is here also. Say hello, other host. Hello. How are you, other host? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm um, good. What's your name again? Um, it's Ryan. Oh, hello, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. It's nice to see you. Yeah, thanks. We've not spent like every waking minute together this last week, which is weird. No, we've been very, we're living very separate lives. <laughs> oh, it's no. been sad, hasn't it? <laughs> it has a bit. I was like, oh, I'm going to see Ryan for a week now. I know, yeah. <laughs> been mega busy as well. Not even, well, mind you, we had one game, one night game in. Yeah, which, which is, is, I think that's the first time I had game mm-hmm. for about two or three weeks. Yeah, like, madness. Gen- no, yeah, it's just been crazy, hasn't it? We had fun though. Yeah, we did have fun. We had mixed success, played Call of Duty, didn't we? Yeah. I think we, I can't remember where we even finished. We yeah, had a few top tens, few, had a couple of top tens. few terrible games. Yeah, I th- to be fair, I think you'd really enjoy playing at the moment because like, it's normally just either me, Kyle, me, Max, me, someone else, and all we're doing is going out there to find operators now. We're past this sneaking around bollocks. Yeah, it's yeah. just push, kill, which is what you're about. And oh, every time yeah. I do it, I'm like, we need, we need Raya. <laughs> we need here. We need him here to just fucking get excited about Like just chasing some, people yeah, and just shooting people. Then, yeah. <laughs> fucking love a Desert Eagle. Yeah. So what's been going on then, baby? Well, it's been Easter, hasn't it? Easter weekend. How was it your has. Easter? It was all right, you know. I had the kiddo. Um, uh, so I had her and I had her little mate on Easter night. Mm-hmm. And then the little fuckers had me up on bank holiday Monday at just gone five o'clock. So oh, I went back to work today. Awful. Exhausted. Yeah. I was tired when I left work for my week off and I've gone back more tired. Oh, that's the worst. How was yeah. your Easter weekend? It was lovely. Really busy. Um, as always, I'm always busy. Um, somehow, um, just seeing family really. So like Claire's side of the family, like Easter Sunday. So my family, Bank Holiday Monday. Um, did manage to get a bit of wargaming in nice. with, my, with with the old friends. The and fantasy fellowship. Yes, yeah, we're replaying Lord of the Rings story, but we've, it's fantasy fellowship, so you have random, whoever you want is the different characters, which is, so it's good fun. But it's a, again, the first time we've met up to do that for months and months. We started this campaign, this fan, fantasy fellowship. Oh, God knows last summer maybe yeah like we we're all it's difficult isn't it when there's a lot of people everyone's living their own lives when you're adults it's really difficult to meet up and fitting everything else in so that was nice to do that um how many of you do that four of us at the moment yeah so it's me my dad um and then kyle our friend kyle and uh our friend ed so that's the core four but i know we've we still need to get i know we said about getting you round to get into it. To yeah, play, to I know learn. you'd be well up for it. Our friend Max as well. He likes Lord of the Rings. I think he'd be well up for that as oh, well. I think he would as well, yeah. It is, it is good fun. It's just like, you know, like anything board game related. Yeah, it, yeah. It is good fun. It's just finding the time. We just don't have enough. There's just not enough That's hours in the day. And we've got, we, you know, we're quite nerdy. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have a lot of nerdy things, don't we? Like, you know, obviously we do the podcast, but we want to do magic the gathering more often like we want to play xbox all the time as well mm-hmm. as finding time to get all our films and tv in which <laughs> no, are like yeah. our core things <laughs> so we're trying to introduce new stuff as well it's just it's a massive juggling act and that's it fucking one, is one of the many reasons why we're always so busy and you're a very popular man everyone wants a slice of ryan don't they well it's, i don't think it's so much that it's just that if someone suggests something i can't say no <laughs> <laughs> like i'm like oh yeah yeah i'll do that i'll do that yeah oh yeah i'm up for that and i was like oh you're free this weekend yeah 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 when i check my diary i've already triple booked that weekend say, yeah, yeah. i've already said yes to three other people <laughs> um i just need to to say no a little bit more i think you won't know 
I won't, I won't, I won't. <laughs> as in, because I'm now off this week, but the rest of the week off, and I don't have a single free evening until I'm back at work That's in a amazing. week's time. Yeah, because we very nearly didn't have an episode, did we? Because when I was like, oh, what day are you free? He was like, I don't think I am. Yeah. Like, yeah I've yeah. got this week off, and obviously, as you do, you're going to book it up, aren't you? That's it, um, yeah. Or, or, unlike me. So when this comes out, is your first day back at work. Yeah. And it's my first day of annual leave for my birthday. Yes. Um, and I have purposely booked fuck all oh that's the way to do it yeah a friend of mine who i didn't realize was a magic player um said to me the other day oh you doing anything tuesday the 18th said i don't think so free day he goes oh should we get together for a few games yeah fuck it come around beer that's my only plan for a week yeah we'll do this at some point that's it and i'm just gonna sleep and fucking do nothing no that sounds incredible that was what I wanted this week uh, to be never for be me. that, mate. Um, I've got a few days. Like today was a nice chill day. First day where I didn't have to set an alarm, which was lovely. Um, already feel better for it. But, you know, it's it's nice to do all the bits. But... Yeah, exactly. And especially with Easter. Easter is about family, isn't it? You yeah. Know, it's, I, think, I think some people forget that Easter is technically a big deal. Because I know for us, it's, well, it's an Easter egg. Yeah, it's not because yeah. it's the only like other day of the year nothing's open. That's it. Yeah, that, I was talking to Claire's parents about this. Uh, well, Claire's mom um, when we were around on Easter Sunday. It's like, well, actually, yeah, because we forget that like it's actually a major religious festival, whether oh, you're religious huge. or not. Yeah, you know, it's just should in theory just be as just a bigger deal as Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. We very much treat it like oh, it's just chocolate, isn't it? Yeah, that, but, yeah. It's like know. Valentine's Day or one of these other Hallmark bullshit. But yeah, no, exactly. Not. But really, you get two two bank holidays. It's a four day weekend. Um, and we've always done stuff as a family. To be fair, on Easter weekends, we've always done like whether it was just like the Easter egg hunts that you do or something. We'd yeah, always yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my parents would always make make a big deal out of it, which is which is nice. Um, we um. So for our Easter Sunday was um, our club. We do a spring barbecue every year where all the club members and their families, the kids come along. So that was really nice. We got together for that. This, it was, the sun was out, but it was a little bit nippy. We bought loads of bonnets and bits of crafty bits for the kids and an egg for them all. And it was nice. So the, the idea was, so it was our boy, Jack Magic. Yeah, nice. The, the idea was, right, I'll, I'll cook off a load of snacky bits, mm-hmm. but if you want a barbecue, I'm not standing at the barbecue all day. So if you want to bring your stuff, barbecue it yourself, have what you want. And you know what? Perfect. Yeah. But the one job he had to do was make sure he has a working barbecue. <laughs> the motherfucker on Easter Sunday woke up to realize he had no gas in the bottle. Oh, no. So it all got ovened. Right, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, Jack. So you didn't want to stand at a barbecue all day. Now you're standing in front of an oven. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite the same, but still. Yeah, nice to get well, together, I imagine. It was nice to get together. It was nice to have barbecue. Uh, well, fucking burgers yeah and, uh, <laughs> but what i didn't like was the zero percent pilsner i was drinking oh yeah you were driving i was driving yeah. i had i had little in and i had a mate staying as well for a sleepover so oh, I yeah of course i just couldn't have a beer and i was really really upset because everyone was just like knocking up fancy cocktails and shit yeah and i was like oh i want it yeah <laughs> i want it i want it back <laughs> <laughs> see i've been the opposite this weekend it was for this is because I've had some heavy weekends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we had 
two two heavy weekends together, didn't we? And then I was out on a work leave and do. So I had three like proper boozy weekends on the bounce. So this was the first weekend where I've not had a drink. Oh, banging. It, it was actually really nice. Like I feel like my body was just like, oh, thank God for that. Like, <laughs> Please stop, Ryan. Please stop. Yeah. Stop what you're doing. So uh, I think, I've, yeah, I've only had one one little can all weekend. And I, I had that because I thought, because Ed, my brother-in-law, gave it mm-hmm. me because I thought it was a new one that I'd not had for my app. You okay. know, I'm all about checking in new yeah, beers. Yeah, yeah. But I'd already had it. And oh, I, tr- I checked after I drank it. So that was a waste, wasn't it? It was. Oh, <sighs> never mind. We've Go on. More beers to find, I'm sure. Well, this is it, mate. I'm sure there's one or two you haven't tried yeah, yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm up to 533, I think. New. Individual In- new beers. Yeah, different beers that I've That's had. That's fucking ridiculous. Since 2020. So Ooh. that doesn't include all the... Multiples. Of multiples that I've had. So, you know, you don't, don't very often just buy one, do you? So, like, and the amount of times that I'll just go back and, like, oh, just, how many times when we've been drinking, like, oh, I'll just get a crate of brew dogs or whatever. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of beer when you, that is actually, a lot of when beer, you think it? about it. Yeah. It's a small fortune as well. Yeah, when you think if each one of them beers you had was a four pack, that's 2,000 beers. Yeah. In three years. In three years. <laughs> and you think as well, each pack's probably about five six quid yeah oh yeah so you're talking money thousands of pounds <laughs> that's depressing oh, let's, yeah, move yeah, on. let's move on <laughs> i need a beer <laughs> speaking of spending money um i actually, i was gonna text you the other day and i was like no i'm gonna wait for the podcast it's, oh, it's, it's, okay. it's a one answer question it's not even that important but we spoke the other day about audible yes and they are doing three months for 99p Oh, bargain. Yeah. So I thought, you know, it's three tokens, it's three audio books. And if I'm enjoying it, because I want to get a bit fitter. And even if it's just starting off by going for walks of an evening, now the weather's a bit nicer, an audio book's perfect for that. Because all I do is listen to the same podcasts, listen to them all the way through, go back to, I thought, fuck it, audio book. So there was one that you mentioned a couple of times. I was like, fuck, I really want to read that book. And I can't remember what it was. And I want it to be my first one. Some Roman type. Oh, it was um, How to Think Like a Roman Emperor. That's it. I'm going to write this down. Yeah, the one that my tattoo artist um, told me about. Yes. Because he was getting into it. So it's primarily a philosophy book. Yeah. But it's part history because it talks about the life of Marcus Aurelius, who was a Roman emperor, um, mixed in with sort of modern psychology. Okay. Um, So it's really interesting. It's almost like a kind of a self-help book mixed in with like philosophical elements yeah it's just got a bit of everything i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed it cool i'm gonna get that downloaded as soon as we finish then um yeah i couldn't remember what the fuck it was called and as soon as i paid my 99p i was looking on it like i don't know where to start yeah it's difficult and as well because i've i've been tempted to cancel my subscription because i've got loads of tokens just mounting up but if you cancel your subscription you lose lose. all your all your credits so I need to like pay off my credits before I think about cancelling it. But every t- every book that I find recently to buy, it's already included now in like the subscription because oh, really? they've got loads of like free stuff now that included with your subscription. So, did you say the Tomorrow War was on there for free? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's one of the free ones. The one. Um, the one that Drew told us about. Yes. The yeah. Sixty second recommendation. Yeah. I'm about halfway through that. I think now I've got a few hours of that left, so I need to finish that off. Um, that's yeah. That's that's free. Um, I've not had a look. I, I go through phases with with it. Yeah, I was almost in Aaron about doing all the Game of Thrones books. Yeah, because I've never be watched good. a TV show, you know. Mm. And obviously, the books are going to be hella better. Yeah. So 
fuck it. Instead of watching, I was having this conversation with our friend um, Jack Hudson the other day. He said, I've only just started it. He and has like, started it, yeah. yeah. He said, I'm the only, like, I must be the only person on earth that hasn't seen it. I was like, no, me. Yeah. Like, we've taken lumps for not seeing Game of Thrones. But I think, actually, now's probably a good time to go, well, fuck it, I'll just do the books then. Yeah. The only problem with the... I totally agree with that. I've never read the books. I started reading the first book after the first season came out because, like, like most people, I guess, hadn't really heard of Game of Thrones. Um, and I started reading it. It was very similar to the show. And I sort of, like, I was like, well... And I'm... You know what I'm like, I get bored of stuff easily. So I put oh, that yeah, I put yeah. that down. Um the only thing I would say, I guess, with the books is the books that haven't finished. Oh, so, have they not? So it the last two or three series of Game of Thrones isn't based on books. It's just right. like that's why a lot of people say it went downhill. Um, because the show runners had to like create their own storylines. Right. They had George R. R. Martin as a um like advisor or whatever. Mm. And I think he sort of laid out how he wanted it to end, but how they got there was up to the writers. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's the only problem with the books is that it, what you you can listen to them all. You'll be like, oh my God, it's amazing. And then you'll be in the same position that all the massive Game of Thrones books fans are like, write some more books and please finish <laughs> this series. Because I think the last one came out years and years ago. Oh God, yeah. So he has be. been sitting on it for a long time um i think most people saying because he's quite old as well george well, R. That's R. R. What Martin, i was thinking yeah i think most people have just resigned themselves to the fact that it'll never get finished he'll I, never I finish this I show why i don't know so maybe he just, just live... doesn't know how to do it yeah or he's just like at the point now of like well i don't need to i'm yeah. moving off the fucking the tv show money now it, oh yeah exactly so i hope not because i mean authors and stuff you know they they write for a reason and the reason is to tell a brilliant story exactly so i don't see why he would, even if he's got all the money why he'd want to just leave it yeah exactly well yeah interesting yeah the i'll, other, I'll the, think about the other ones i've always been i've started i've got the first one recently like the classic ones harry potter narrated by stephen fry just, oh yeah of course i mean i love stephen fry so but i have read all those books before so that's nothing yeah. new but i know a loads loads of people they're like critically acclaimed aren't they those yeah, audio books yeah, yeah, so yeah. I don't know. There's loads of options. Yeah, cool. Lord of the Rings, narrated by Andy Serkis. Okay, now we're talking. Incredible. All right, he yeah, does all the voices a... as well, and he get, does like the proper Gollum voice for yeah. it. So it is quality. He, he, that's really good. He does The Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings books. Interesting. All right, fuck it. I'm doing that instead so of Game of Thrones then. They're, they're really good. Because he did The Hobbit one. Um, he did a, um, This was during lockdown. He did a live reading of the hobbit from start to finish in one oh, day I remember yeah. it was for charity um and it was incredible it was literally i can remember sat it was like during the first lockdown when it was like the heat wave so the weather was incredible we just had it we were sat outside in the sun had it on like a laptop and literally just had andy circus just sat in his armchair reading <laughs> us the hobbit and it was like what what a day <laughs> like, this is incredible. the best day ever and then everyone was like please do like an official like a proper recording of this and then it, like i think a year later he did and oh, then, that's amazing. And then like a year after that, he did all the Lord of the Rings ones as well. So oh, cool. they're, all right. they're, they're awesome. Yeah, I'll go for them then. Yeah, definitely. Um, the only other thing I've done this week was I took my little child to go see Super Mario Bros. Oh, nice. Please, go on. Tell me, tell me, tell me. It's great. Is it? It is really good fun. Um, so it's quite weird. Like a lot of people I know that's been to see it was very much like, oh, and you've not got to be a Mario fan to like enjoy it you have okay in a way of 
it's I don't think you can get a human being that doesn't know what Super Mario is, that oh, doesn't yeah. know what Super Mario Kart is, that doesn't mm-hmm. know Donkey Kong is part of that universe, that doesn't know all these other bowels, you know, everybody knows it. Yeah. Whether you play it or not, you know what it is. And it does rely on that mm. because you all know it. So they don't really need to explain anything. Yeah. But I'm not saying this in a bad way because there's not a mass amount of story. The story is exactly what you get in the games is... Bowser is destroying shit and wants to steal Princess Peach to marry her and he don't want to. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much it. But um, a lot of the fun in it is obviously the callbacks to, like, Mario Kart, Donkey Kong being in it, Diddy Kong being in it, all these little cameos and shit. It's just really, really good fun. That's cool. That's cool. And that's um, what exactly what you want from this sort of film, isn't it? Like oh, a kid's God, film that adults can enjoy as well because it's really the adults that have grown up with Mario. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, kids now, you know, they've got, everyone's got a Switch. All kids have Switches, yeah. so they all play Mario Kart or whatever it is now. Um, but the one thing that really was a head fuck for me is, I'm, as I probably mentioned on the show, but you know, I'm a massive Always Sunny in Philadelphia fan, mm. and Charlie Day narrates um, Luigi. Right, so okay. I watch Always Sunny a few times a week, even if it's just a few episodes while I'm eating tea or while I'm yeah. laying in bed. So it's like the most disgusting TV show, like how they get away with the shit they do is beyond me. So going from that to having him voice Luigi, <laughs> it's the weirdest fucking thing. I loved it. And obviously Jack Black's Bowser. Yeah, Chris course. Pine is, not Chris Pine. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, sorry, is uh, Mario. How is he as Mario? Because a lot of people were worried about him. Yeah, it was fine. Mario. Yeah. It was fine. Like, so it starts off with an advert for the Super Mario Brothers uh, plumbing business. Right, okay. Um, and, you know, in it, he's got the whole, it's a me stuff. Yeah. And he's talking with this really thick Italian accent. And then when it goes to him in real life watching it, he just speaks in his normal voice. And he's like, do you think the accent was too much? Right. And I, I thought that was quite cool. Okay, they're, they're way not, of getting out of that. Yeah, and they're, they're break... not banging out this shitty accent the whole way through it. Yeah, okay. Um, it probably works quite better because it's very much a over a stereotype isn't it massively yeah. and and uh, you know it was just one line just think think it was too much and it worked quite well but no i loved it and we went to go see it at a cinema called kinema in the woods oh yeah yeah um so for anyone that doesn't know what it is it comes highly recommended from myself it is this gorgeous little um old school cinema in the middle of the woods in a place called woodall spa um it's cheap as sin so it's six pound a ticket bloody hell that is so, cheap yeah i mean don't get me wrong it's not your imaxes it's a oh, s- yeah, smallish screen um it's a little family run business you know it's like sort of church pew type seating yeah um but loads of leg room it all looks cool as fuck because it is old-fashioned it's still i can't remember what year it was 20s maybe i can't remember right what, what year it was built but it's still all the same thing you go in and they've made it quite fun with like it's all cabinets with Lego and film memorabilia and bits and bobs. Yeah. Um, and the best thing about it is, so you pay your money, you go in and awesome, awesome little coffee mo- like machine there as well. Not, not this cost of bollocks. Oh no, Just no, like no. Homegrown beans, mate. Beautiful. Nice and lovely. Beautiful. But, um, so you go in, you get your cinema, you get your film and halfway through, you have an ice cream interval where, so the little interval, everyone can go out, stretch the legs, kids can go for a piss or whatever, go get some more popcorn or an ice cream or whatever. And um, from the ground, the uh, this little thing comes up, this little podium with an old school organ. Oh, yeah, I remember and, saying. Uh, yeah, and this dude just plays old That's fucking music so on this cool. organ. And he proper gets into it. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he plays for about 10 minutes and then he just 
goes underground again and the film comes back on. Oh, that's so cool. And it's honestly like, again, if you just want to go watch a cute film, a date night, something new, I would say, even if it's fucking hours drive, give Kingdom in the Woods a chance. It's an experience, isn't it? It's an experience. For, it's just beautiful. It's lovely. Um, the organ player doesn't always come out. So the first time I went, he didn't. Right. But if you get like the big film. Yeah, um, okay. He does. It's just a lovely experience. It's really cozy as well. So if you're going on date night or something yeah. like that. Yeah, an hour's drive, I think, is well worth it. I mean, it's 40, what, 30, 40 minutes for me. Right, And okay. I wouldn't think twice about going there over the Odeon up the road. Yeah. In fact, I would go. go there every time over the Odeon. Yeah. It costs the same, you know, with ticket prices and petrol, but, you know, it's... Well, it's the experience, isn't it? Exactly. It's the feel of it. So everyone, highly recommended. Kinema in the Woods, do give them a chance. They also do a lot of... um like outdoorsy type cinemas across the roads, a thing called this place called Jubilee Park. Right. They've got a big outdoor swimming pool there and they do midnight swims with Jaws on a big oh, screen in the background. That. So you oh, can go, no. go swimming at midnight and oh, there's like no. Jaws on the big screen and they always do like Back to the Future and shit. Yeah. And, okay. oh, it's so cool. That is cool. That sounds awesome. Yeah, man. Um, so that's pretty much it for the intro. I just wanted to put it out there to, again, like most weeks, please like and share share with your friends, share with your family, put it out there, get in touch with us, tell us what you want to hear. We've got so many ideas, but I, I don't know, we're getting a lot of messages recently, aren't we? Of mm. One ideas of things to do, but people are being like, oh, I really enjoy it when you guys just chat shit. It, yeah, you know, you've yeah. had some of the best episodes. Yeah. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you want us to talk about or to watch. Like we're obviously doing this for you guys and, it yeah. saves us a job having to think something up. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Because so, we want it, don't want it to be the same every week, no, do we? We, want it, we, we, we like to mix it up. Don't get me wrong, there is, especially recently when we've been super busy, we haven't had a chance to really plan ahead. So it's very much like, ah, let's just chat what we've what we've been doing. And, and pe- people are loving it. And they end up being like the longest episodes <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. Like two hours long. It's like, oh, what? We had nothing planned. I know, but these, um, are, these are the ones that people are getting back to us. And you know what? If that's what you want to hear. That's yeah. what you want the podcast and, to be. And what's still really nice is that people are taking away the thing, like recommendations that we're putting out there, not just from us, but obviously like 60 second recommendations. And uh, yeah, it's really nice. It's really, it is really sad. Not, yeah. Rewarding. Is that the right word? I it's, think it's quite rewarding. It's quite nice. Yeah. It's just nice when like, you know, someone messages you or speaks to you like, oh, watch this that you said about. And you know, you can have, and have that chat. So that's, one of the main reasons we're doing it really, isn't it? It's to share, share all the things that we love or come across or experience. So it's oh, nice. Oh, definitely. And what I love is when we get people come to us with films that we spoke about on episode two, three. Yeah. So Megan come to us today and was like, Oh, um, I watched, oh, what's it fucking called? Uh, the, oh, the, the platform. Um, the platform, yes. Yeah, always the platform. Yeah, what, that was like episode two, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, episode like, two, oh my the God, that's one, yeah. fucking madness. I, I love when people sort of come and be like, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember you talking about it, so I banged it on. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. And then on top of that, um, I got recommendations for loads of different rums when I mentioned that I asked for rums my birthday. Oh, nice, so got, yeah. So the podcast page got sent all these different rums and tried these, which was so cool. That's cool. It's just bad because I tried most of them and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, these are really quirky. And I was like, oh, fuck, I've got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, do you want to get straight in with a little sneaky snacky snoo snoo, mate? I really bloody do do. <laughs> Singers in Drew. Here come Sam and Ryan, listen to them both speak. They've come for hours all with their pop culture critique. But are you even a nerd if you don't overread? So come on, everybody, it's the snack of the week. 
Yes, Ryan. Get involved with the So, a little snicky snacky snoo. Oh, yeah. If you could have anything right now, what would it be? Any uh, snack. You tell me what you would like. Um, Let's see if I got anywhere close. A falafel. Nowhere near. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want a falafel. It's just the first thing that came to my head. These are either going to be ace or so grim. Oh, God. Oh, right, okay. These are Hacienda boxed nachos. You know what? Oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I, I think they're going to be. Each. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> 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 I was like a magician's trick. If he pulled the second one out of nowhere, I just uh, now the only reason I say this could be bad is because the expiration. Bear in mind, this has a pot of cheese in it. Oh, for fuck's the sake! The expiration date is a year down the line. Right. Okay. So a pot of cheese. A pot of cheese with a year's life on it. I mean, it just kind of looks like the nachos you would get at the cinema. Well, that's what I and thought. And like the cheese dip that goes with it. Yeah. When I saw it, I just thought, you know, oh, that, che- that cheese dip looks a bit pink. It looks a bit weird. Oh, no. Oh, dear. say that. But, you know, and also, I didn't... It does look very pink. It does pink. look a bit pink. It was, it was, it's like burger sauce, isn't it? It does What's a that, bit. Like, yeah. Okay. But the reason I got us one each is because I like to double dip, and you can't double dip in someone else's pot of cheese, can you? No. Nah, and if it was rude. good, bad, bad manners that. Yeah. And it? if it was good, I didn't want to. You know what I mean? At least we got one each then. Yeah, that's it. If it's terrible though, they just go in the bin. Yeah. Or have you smelt the cheese? Does it smell the feet? It's very feety. Oh yeah. Not horrendous. Not horrendous. Not horrendous. That's not as strong as I thought. That's what... Oh, you've done it properly. Yeah, I've you've done it properly. You rip the top off and pour it in. Oh, I've just destroyed the box. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking animal, right? I have to rip the bag open. Um, Hacienda chip and dip. They look quite... Uh, you know what? I think these are going to be great. Yeah, I, I'm kind of hoping they are. Right, right. let's... Uh, Go let's for a big, big old in. dip to start with. Yeah. It, okay. This might go. be the greatest snack we've ever done. I know, yeah. Fucking Ready? love dip. Yeah, cheers. Chin, chin, mate. I'm not sure about a dip. Um, um, yeah, no, that dip is disgusting. I don't mind it, actually. Really? I don't mind it. I have to go for a second just to... Uh... Yeah, I'm out on the dip. I mean, but... if you look at the dip, it looks disgusting. Yeah. It's very, it's quite chunky. Um, um, not a fan of the dip, but you know what? It's a standard fucking Doritos. Well, I had a lot of dip that time. Yeah, um, I got a lot of my first one. It's a bit... I can't figure out whether it's sour or sweet. Tangy. It's no tangy. Yeah. What is it? Um, I don't know. No, that's all right, you know. Yeah, not horrendous. The, but... um, the nachos, pretty decent, pretty yeah. standard. Now, they did do a salsa pot as well. Right. Which would have been perfect. But yeah. I just thought, I want to try the cheese because I don't know how a year life mm. cheese tastes. And now we know. This is very much what I'd expect at a cinema. Yeah, oh, God, the, yeah. The nachos and exactly this sort of dip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is what I'd expect. And you know what? probably I'm... cost you seven quid. Oh, yeah, and the rest. Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep dipping. Are you enjoying that, mate? I'm, I'm enjoying it. You know I love a snack. Oh, I know you do, I yeah. know the listeners aren't mm. going to like this, though. That's a lot of nachos I've got to get through. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I shouldn't have bought two boxes. <laughs> <laughs> We're also enjoying, boys and girls... 
I found these in the same shop. Tango Paradise Punch. New flavour to me. Yeah, I've never had one before. It's very tasty. Yeah, because um, I, I went mad for the Tango Berry Peachy. Mm. I used to buy them all the time, and I saw the new one, mate. Full. If we're going to be having sweaty cheese stuff, it's exactly what it Paradise like. Punch with it. My mouth is filled with sweaty cheese right now. Bloody lovely. <laughs> yum, yum. Mm. You really are going to town on that as well. <laughs> I won't lie. <laughs> I'm going to eat every single one. <laughs> You're having a really good time. This is what eat, I like to see. No, I'm going to eat your box as well. No, that's fine. Ryan has such a nice smile on his face right now. This, this is why we do Snack of the Week. Just to make Ryan a happy, happy boy. Yeah. We're always very hit and miss with the snacks. Yeah. Um, and we've kind of gone back to the weird random shit as well. Yeah. We went which through, is fine. Went through a period of just treating ourselves, didn't we? We'll get back there. Yeah. We will. Eventually we'll build up to the gummy bear. I know the gummy bear of doom. Yeah, yeah, but just down the line. I'm, I've not had a message from Danny Golding yet, telling me we need to fucking man up and just do it. Oh god! But I'm sure we'll get there. So snack of the week out the way. There's no point waiting for Ryan to finish his crisp because this is us now for the next twenty minutes. So we'll just crack straight on. And uh, should we go in with the eliminator? Yeah, give me more time to eat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a good point. Yeah, yeah. Just, so we'll just. Sorry, I just spat cheese all over the pop shield. Um, <laughs> I'll just lick it off, sorry. Um, what did you say, mate? You got a little bit excited there. Just, um, we'll just play the Eliminator music on repeat for a bit whilst I get these nachos down, yeah? Well, the original track of that is three minutes fucking 20 or something, so should just put the full track on. Perfect. Yeah, fuck it. Well, here's, here's 19 minutes of the Eliminator. <laughs> It is time for the Eliminator! Oh no. Something bad's just happened, Ryan. What? I just, whilst that was playing and you was enjoying your crisps in the background, all I could hear was crunch, crunch, crunch. I thought I'd just check my phone, see if I had any messages, and I was tagged on tagged in something on Facebook. Oh, no. So, you know, when I introduced you to Magic the Gathering, you thought, shit, there goes all my money. Yeah. And then they brought out Lord of the Rings, Magic the Gathering, and you thought, shit, there goes all my money. Yeah. They're bringing out a fucking oh, Gears of fucking War hell. card game. Oh, my God. Gears of War card game. That's it. Yeah. Remortgage. Remortgage. Sorry, Claire. Already had to remortgage once because of the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, it literally just looks like Magic the Gathering. They got, yeah. Oh, my God. Order now. Oh, fucking hell. Anyway, the Eliminator. Did we do the Eliminator? Was that what we're doing? I I'm think so, nachos. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not even paying attention You're anymore. Nachos. I'm looking at my phone. This episode's gone to shit, mate. Yeah, I'm starting to feel a little bit sick as well, actually. <laughs> I've eaten so much of that cheese. It's fucking... It's not good. Right, I'm pointing it away. This well is my done. last one. Last one. Here we go. Everybody, enjoy Ryan Masticate. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't keep a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, hold on one sec. Right. 31 minutes and 40 seconds. I'm going to find... 31 minutes, 40 seconds. I'm going to find that sound of you masticating. <laughs> I'm going to duplicate it and just play it for 20 minutes at the end of this episode. <laughs> 31 minutes. I've written it in the book. 31 minutes, 40 seconds. <laughs> And then anyone that is into ASMR and enjoys Ryan's mastication, you can enjoy it at the end of this episode. <laughs> oh, no one enjoys that. This is awful. I know. Uh, oh, well, never mind, eh? Yeah. <laughs> the Eliminator. <laughs> the Eliminator. Um, this is disgusting. I don't want to do this one. Uh, you know, I don't want to do any more of them. They're just, it's too hard. And I feel like no matter what we pick now, we get backlash. <laughs> I know. Like, I we're know. pissing someone off now because it's, it's getting into like serious territory. Oh, big, big time. This is serious, serious territory. Um, so I'm just going to, oh my God, it has, the fucking tables are turned again, mate. Really? Yeah. La- fucking last minute. Oh my days. Um, so let me just write down. Don't look at my paper, my friend. I'm not out getting a natural. Oh, shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I forgot there's a couple in WhatsApp as well. Uh, yeah, we put out the... Uh, we forgot to put the Eliminator out, didn't we? So yeah, so I banged it out last minute, just messaged everyone saying, message please, everyone, vote. please vote. So, um, but you were saying we've had more votes on this one than maybe any of the others. We really have, yeah. We've had loads and loads of because votes. Because we went out and asked people to do it for us. So, right. Listeners' votes are in. We have Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Versus Avengers Endgame. Disgusting, isn't it? <sighs> it is disgusting. It's not good. Do you know where you're going? Coming into this, do you know where you, what you're going to go for? So I sort of mentioned, well, we mentioned this last time, but I spoke to you about this just before you come around and we said we was doing this. I, instead of thinking about it and going with my heart, I'm literally going with the first answer that comes in my head because I changed so much. Right, okay, yeah. I clearly went for that in my head the first time because that is what I think. Yeah. Okay. And then I start talking myself out of it. Yeah. So I'm going with gut instinct. Gut instinct. That's what, what I'm going to do. Because, me. yeah, I'm going to do it. Just quick fire. This is what I'm picking. Um, and I'm sticking with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing the same with these because it's too hard. You can like, analyze it and overanalyze each one and the meaning behind it and the weight behind them and the... Oh, it's just... It becomes a nightmare. I know. So I think what we do is, because obviously we've gone through every um, film now, spoke about what they're about, what we love about them. Should we, from now on, sort of talk pros and cons? Yeah, okay. Like, is there a sort of thing that might lose it points in the later sort of rounds? And okay, things that's that interesting. Bit of a different take. Yeah, exactly. I just think this way, there's no point talking about the film again. We've done it. Yeah. We will yeah. Everyone go, knows about it as well. Of course. And we will go over the stuff that we love, but I think we delve deep into it in is there anything about the film that you don't like that you might lose points on or things that you just love that will just be everything else okay i'll, so, let, you, I'll let you start then you let me start <laughs> um so i suppose it's kind of a hard one because last week obviously uh the avengers were beat by guardians of the galaxy and the big thing we spoke about there was how guardians of the galaxy stood on its own two feet mm-hmm. against the avengers which the avengers are brilliant this is kind of the same thing isn't it of it's a thor film although yeah. it's a later thor film it's the third thor film mm-hmm. it's one character versus an ensemble cast yeah obviously. the ultimate ensemble cast yeah, as well ultimate, with endgame with everyone in with it. thor in it yeah um so i don't know the way you look at it would would you lose points 
to depend on how you're voting, would that lose points because it's such an ensemble cast against such an amazing one character mm. film? I mean, it's weird because some people will argue that's why the reason why it's a better film, and other yeah. people will argue because it's got absolutely every character in it, and other people will argue, well, it's not fair. This film's a better film because it's just as good in so many ways, and it's only one character. So it's literally on your perspective. Absolutely. And Thor Ragnarok does give birth to some of the greatest characters in Marvel at the moment, like Korg. Everyone fucking loves Korg. Everyone goes mental for Korg. You know, so we've now got characters that are entering um, Avengers. So Korg's Mm -hmm. in it. Um, What's uh, Tessa Thompson's characters in it? Valkyrie. Valkyrie, she's in Endgame. Yeah, she is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At the end, so she comes along. So uh, it's it's a fucking hard one for me. Both films, having rewatched Endgame recently, um, there isn't a there isn't anything about these films that I would lose points over. No. If, if I'm honest with you, no. To me, it's all it's all positive. Yeah. Um, it's down to what you're feeling in that moment because again, Thor Ragnarok is all laughs, start to finish. It is fun, fun, fun. It is. It is. The tone of Endgame is it's totally so, different. It's so sad. It's dark, isn't it? It starts off its opening yeah. sequence with Hawkeye losing his family. You're like, fuck, that's... This is different. The tone's totally different. Um, and then it's very much a trip down memory lane. It's going to all the... Because they do the time travel and the nostalgia. And then obviously culminating with Iron Man at the end. So... It's very much a heavy, heavy film. It's an emotionally heavy film. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons why it makes it brilliant. Absolutely. But it's tone, yeah. The two different tones. Definitely. I think a major plus for me, for Endgame, definitely, the acting is second to none. Mm. Robert Downey Jr. especially. That yeah. fucking that opening scene, well, not the opening scene, but where he comes down from Yeah, maybe, yeah it always oh gets you, doesn't God, it? It gets me every time. It, it's like, that is... That is fucking top tier acting, my friend. Yeah. It don't rely on anything but pure passion. Yeah. And that's got it's got ten years of worth of weight behind it from Iron Man One and Captain America and all their char- characters' interactions. Yeah, it's it's incredible film. And I, I personally I have a massive thing for Hawkeye. I love Hawkeye. He is great. And, and in this we get fucking Mohawk Hawkeye. Yeah, Ro- Hawkeye. It's Ronin. Yeah. Ronin. Ronin. Ronin, Ronin, Ronin. Um, it was just cool as I wish we saw more of him, but yeah, it was cool to have him with his mohawk and his tattooed sleeve. It's just cool because obviously he wasn't in him and Ant Man weren't in Infinity War, so it's great to have them back in as well. Yeah, and like the core group back. Ah, it's just it's an incredible film. I think what what you're saying there about Hawkeye when it was announced Hawkeye was going to become the show. I think that's what people's crying out for. Yeah. Please give us a dark Netflix style show, you know, like the Punisher, yeah. Daredevil of him as Ronin. Yeah. What he went through in them years during the oh, snap. That'd be an insane show. That'd be an amazing, and that has to be a show, not a fucking film. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be. We've got to have a eight episode character arc over that'd what, be so cool, what actually, happened to that man. I never even thought about that. Yeah, that'd be it awesome. It would be badass, wouldn't it? Yeah. So what are you thinking? What what sort of pros and cons for you? <sighs> It's so hard, isn't it? Um, hmm. Is a con for you for um, Endgame, the fact that Ragnarok is one of your favourite films? Maybe. 
maybe. No. Um, <laughs> I, it, like you said, they're both incredible films. It's really... This is Marvel at its peak in both of these films. I'm struggling for cons but any part of me would say, oh, does Endgame have cons because it's just it's just a nostalgia trip, so it's just them visiting all the other places. But then equally, I'm like, but that's that's what, one of the reasons what makes it great because it revisits all those of the major events where they get the stones, brings in some ra- really cool random cameos, like Frank Grillo back oh, God, when they yes. replay that. How cool is that when they replay the elevator scene from Winter Soldier and he just, instead of having the big fight, he just turns and goes, Hail Hydra and walks off and they're all yeah, like, oh, yeah, nice yeah. one. Cap, oh, yeah. Cap's on our side. And it's like, oh, that's nice qu- one, Cap. Like, yeah, that's quality. Just stuff like that. It's such a fun twist. So I wouldn't say it was a con. I'm, yeah, I'm struggling for cons for any. Um, Do you want to vote? I think we just got to vote. Yeah, gotta go I think we just got to go for it. It's really hard. Like I wasn't expecting the same as last week. I wasn't expecting to come into this and be quite speechless, yeah. which I am, which isn't great for audio. An audio podcast no, being no. like, I don't know what to say because yeah. they're both so great. But yeah, if you saw our faces, we you can see the grimaces. <laughs> it is literally grimaces. The isn't torment it? across our faces. And I've had messages from people, obviously, because I'm put out there. Shit, I've got to do the eliminator. We've got like a couple of hours max. Can you put your votes in? Um, people messaging me going, I don't, know, I don't know if I can because I don't yeah. know what the answer is. And I was like, tell me about it. But we have to do it, so you have to do it. Um, I'm really, I'm really, really struggling. Even I was, I was just going to go for gut feeling. I'm going to go for gut feeling. I'm just going to vote. I'm doing it. I'm just going to put, ripping the plaster off. Go for it. No more Thor than my gut feeling. I'm going for it. I'm voting Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Do you want to talk me through your vote? Uh, Right. Okay. So... I love both of these films, but Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok's the one. It's almost my go-to one. I'll stick it on. If I'm feeling a bit down, it's fun. If I'm if I'm looking for to have a laugh, I'll stick it on. I've watched this one probably more than any other <clears throat> for so many good reasons. Yeah. Endgame is incredible, incredible, incredible. And I'm not taking anything away from it. I'm just going on my personal preference. If I'm going to stick one on, I'm sticking on Thor Ragnarok, and that's why I'm picking it. Okay, cool. I shall vote. Go on. For Endgame. Okay. I'm going Endgame. Personally, for me, you're right. You know, Ragnarok, possibly the best standalone film out there. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, It is incredible. I love it. But for me, Endgame just appeals more to what I look for in that type of film. Although... Yes, you can go for Ragnarok, no matter how you're feeling. You want to feel better, you put it on. If you're yeah. already high, you will get higher watching it. For me, this Endgame just gives you all of that. Yes, oh, it's yeah. a trip down memory lane. It gives you all the sad moments. If I need to have a cry, I'll just bang this on and it will get it out for me. Um, I love you 3000. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I just, oh. it's, it, it's incredible. It's incredible. I've like, I, like I said, I, I could do this again in five minutes' time and I'd vote Endgame. Oh, de- I, I've got no problem with either of these two winning. No, definitely not. And I just think, you know, it's kind of, as you said, it's kind of like the end. <clears throat> Although mm. it's not, yeah, it's kind of the end of what we've built up to. And I know, obviously, we said we're going to try to avoid the build-up, mm-hmm. but as a as the film, it ended everything kind of perfectly. Yeah. You know, people's character arcs were put to bed nicely. 
it, it just it hit every emotion that I could possibly yeah. feel. One of the best cinema experiences I've ever had as well with Endgame. The Agreed. audience, it was packed when I first went to see it. I went to see an IMAX and IMAX screens are huge and every seat was taken up. And when like when Captain America picks up the hammer, you the, know, the gasp in the yep. the, like ah, <gasps> oh, it's it was sensational. When Spider-Man when I went to see it, when Spider-Man flipped through the ring People cheered. People went well, out of their seats cheering. I'm like, yeah. what is this? Like, yeah. But you can't let we get caught up in the moment. Um, and I think it says something about a film that that was your cinema experience with probably a few hundred people. Yeah. That was the exact same experience I had in a different cinema yeah. with a different few hundred yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. Every, probably everybody that went to go see it in that ex- experience, the gasp, the yeah, cheering. exactly. The, and you know what? It was massive laughter during Ragnarok. And it's hard because actually I've kind of gone against what I've said with the whole we're looking at the film. Don't get me wrong. I still think this film is one of the best fucking Marvel films out there, but it does rely heavily on the fact that it's wrapping things up for you in a way. And, you know, Tony's death and all stuff like that. It's it's, it's a sensational, sensational film. Maybe one of the greatest films of all time, Endgame. And yeah, Like yeah. I said, I, I could vote. I could vote Endgame now. Like I could happily switch, but I went with gut instinct. I went with Thor Ragnarok. I think it's. I think it's uh, almost poetic that we. It comes down to the audience <laughs> vote. I think that's. I think that's the best way of doing it. It does. Now, my friend, <sighs> I just need to go to the votes. See all votes. One, two, three, four, five. So we're kind of in a bit of a pickle here, mate. Because when I noticed the votes, yeah, I noticed that Endgame took a massive, massive hit at one point. And I noticed that five votes were done by accounts that I think are run by the same person. Okay. So they're all different accounts. Yeah. What are we saying about that? I can't guarantee one or two might not be, but I know... Will that that change it one way or the other? It will, yeah. I don't know. I think if you know that they're definitely the same account, then I think we discredit them then. We discredit them. Okay. Now, that was our boy Chunk. Obviously, he's got his page, his art page, his... Tattoo Studio page, the podcast page. Ah, okay, yeah. I asked for votes and bless him, he turned up. Yeah, oh, he turned yeah, yeah, up yeah. and he voted. But that means five of them votes for him are the same. Are the same, which means Thor Ragnarok has won. Really? So the end total was fifteen eleven to end game minus four of them. Oh, fucking! That makes it eleven eleven. What? I'm confused. So it's fifteen eleven now. Yeah. Five of them was by Chunk. So get to, rid of four. To end game. Yeah. So get rid of four of them and just leave Chunk's vote. That makes that 11-11. We're at a tie. fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> Shit, I should have brought it up because we don't know what we do here. Oh, God. So Chunk voted five times for end game. Chunk voted five times for end game. Because he used Blessing yeah. to, to get us the votes because I was like, we need the votes. Because obviously we put it out so last so minute. So last minute, he voted on all of his accounts. Hmm. I'm going to eat a nacho while we ponder this quandary. I really don't know what to do about this. And you know what? This is the film that deserves this to happen to. Yeah. 
Mm. Let Ryan masticate while he thinks about this. Mm. I should eat another one last. That's <laughs> so how I think when I eat. Is it? No. I just like to eat. Um. Well, we've only put it out just. Just. Do we do wait the rest of the episode and see if another vote comes in? And we'll come back to it right at the end. All right. Because all we need is one more vote. One more vote. To sway it either way. Because the post is still up. Don't message anyone. Don't, <laughs> Don't message anyone. Oh, I, just, I was just about to message one of my groups saying, those that haven't voted, vote now. Oh, if it's a group one. Then, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, not then, individual people. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. Rather than individual people, because we might know what individuals might go for. So to keep it fair. Cool. I'll send Ooh. this message then. We are recording now. Votes are tied. If you haven't voted, please do now. Boys, as we don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Other than eat nachos. <laughs> right. Oh, mate. I'm, I'm glad this happened on this one. Yeah. In a way, I didn't want it to. And I have to be honest. Oh, yeah. I actually thought that made Ragnarok one, but then I was like, no, I've just discounted all of Chunk's votes there, where he gets at least one. Oh, yeah. He definitely gets one. So, fucking hell. All right, cool. So, we were gonna, we're going to come back to this. What we in? What about... Yeah, we're about 50 minutes in. We've yeah. got quite a big thing to talk about next. Mm. So we'll come back to it at the end. We see who wins. Bish, bash, fucking bosh, my friend. Yeah. Let's cool. do it. So that was the Eliminator, and the winner is going to be announced shortly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep you in suspense. Exactly. <laughs> and us. <laughs> so we, again, as per, we've kind of been just winging these episodes, haven't we? Because people be enjoying just us chatting nonsense, and we know that we can do it without fear. Um, but I messaged you the other day and asked you if you'd seen a film. Mm-hmm. You said you had that and you didn't enjoy it, which fucking blew my mind. And from that, we came up with this topic. So a I massive topic, massive, massive topic. So I recently watched last night in Soho, mm-hmm. which is an the Edgar Wright 2021 film. Is it 21 or 22? I want to say 21. I yeah. Think about 21, so a couple yeah. years old. His late, his most latest film. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no idea it was an Edgar Wright film. It just popped up on my sky and I was like, oh shit, Edgar Wright, let's bang it on. Yep. Um, and because of this conversation, we decided to talk Edgar Wright mm-hmm. because we're both massive Edgar Wright fans. Yes. Um, we've sort of clearly, we've spoke about him so many times on this show. Um, you've got him, you've had him to, have you had him retweet you before? or he's, tweet? Yeah, he's, he's replied to me a couple of times on Twitter. Yeah, so you, you're big, big, big friends. Oh yeah, um, we go way back. Yeah, oh, God, big time, big time. Mm. So, I played one of the zombies in Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, I know. I've seen you. Yeah, yeah. That's just you in the morning when you wake up. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to start by talking about Last Night in Soho then? Yeah, so I I didn't see this when... It, I wanted to see it in the cinema when it first came out, but I didn't get a chance. Um, so I saw it for the first time back end of last year, I want to say. It's quite a different film for him. So for those that you don't know, Last Night in Soho, it's almost like a... A psychological thriller. Yeah. Um, it follows a fashion design, fashion student who moves to London, rents a house, and then she starts getting like these visions of like the past and this girl in the past um, when she sleeps. And she's sort of haunted by that and it sort of plagues her waking, you know, it, overspills from her dreams into her waking life and she feels like you know she's losing her sanity um what's going on it's all like this 
there's something happened in the past, like murder or something happened to this girl um, who ended up being like used and abused. I'm not going to give spoilers away because it's still a quite recent film. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think many people have seen it. Um, and that's it. Yeah. Her trying to uncover this mystery of something that happened back in like the, it was like the sixties, wasn't it? it? So it's, it's mainly set in the sixties. So the main character, the, um, the model is, uh, oh shit. Thomas in Thomas in Tom, McKenzie, Thomas isn't it? McKenzie. That's it. Yeah. Um, she's massive into the 60s her mum who died you find that very early on yeah her mum died when she was younger um left a load of records re- you know real 60s vibes so she's a 60s girl you know she grows she's listening to Cilla Black and all this type of music and yes her fashion sense is very 60s she goes to London to this uh design school where everyone finds a a bit weird and a bit quirky and they don't really get her and all of her flashbacks are about this young girl played by Anna Taylor-Joy in the 60s. Yeah. Um, she becomes obsessed with her dreams. So mm-hmm. she doesn't want to associate with anyone. She moves out of a dorm because it's too hustle bustle for her. It's too studenty yeah. in a way. She's very much like an extra, no, no, an introvert. introvert sorry. Yeah. She, and all she yeah. wants to do is go back and sleep so she can dream about this Anna Taylor Joy who, who she kind of is in a dream. So every time Anna Taylor Joy looks in a mirror, it's Thomas in Mackenzie looking back. Yeah. Really? So. For me, I really enjoyed this film. This has every everything that Edgar Wright offers in an Edgar Wright style, mm-hmm. but in a completely different genre, what we expect from it. Very different so genre. So obviously it's, it's horror thriller, um, but it's still got the music, the style. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, people moving to the beats of the music. Mm-hmm. Very Edgar Wright in that. Like, if I watched that film, I would have, without knowing that, I would have been like, oh, this is very Edgar Wright. Yeah. So... <clears throat> Now, the reason I put it on was before watching it, I was expecting to have this conversation about this film before I even spoke to you about it and talk about how much I dislike Matt Smith. Yeah. I actually didn't mind him in this film. Really? Right. I don't like Matt Smith at all as an actor. Yeah. I don't think he's that good. Granted, don't come at me. I didn't watch him as the doctor. I heard he did a good job as the doctor. Yeah, same. I watched it. He had big shoes to fill with um, David Tennant. Oh, absolutely. Big, big shoes to fill. But all the films I've seen him in, he's just not been that good and kind of annoying. Yeah, I've not seen him in a lot of stuff. I mean, I saw him in Morbius, Morbius and I hated him in Morbius. He I was just... in a horror film called This House or His House or something. I remember saying about that, yeah. yeah. That the only that. thing I've watched Matt Smith in that I like, enjoyed him as a character was House of the Dragon, which everyone went insane, like mad for. His character in that um, Damon, Again, Damon Targaryen. I don't everyone, watch it, so... Yeah, everyone went mental for it. Um, he just comes across as a very arrogant prick to me in in real life. Yes, and in every f- character he plays, exactly. And weirdly enough, that is one hundred percent how I feel. And in this film, he plays what I expect him to be like in real, in real life. life. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know what? He played into my dis into my dislike to him because yeah. I was like, I, I don't know. You come across as a bit of a dick to me, and in this film, he's just a dick. Yeah, and I'm like, Fez, what you've done is be what I expect you to be yeah. in a weird way. Yeah. I, I say this, he might be a really nice player. Oh yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. Don't, as I said, I've, I've never met him. I'm literally going, I've seen, I have seen a few interviews with him, mm-hmm. like, because like most people I've not became obsessed with, but I was saying, yeah, I loved his character as Damon in House of Dragons. So I watched a couple of interviews and like behind the scenes stuff. And I was afterwards, I was like, yeah, yeah, you're an arrogant prick. Yeah. That's how you come across. 
Granted, <laughs> I've never met the bloke. I, I could be totally wrong, but that's just the vibes I get from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I am not a Matt Smith fan. Yeah, so I was expecting to buy another film he's shitting. Yeah. And again, I've not seen House of Dragons, so don't come at me, or Doctor Who. But I enjoyed him in this, so I can't come to you with that. Now, when I asked you if you've seen this film, mm-hmm. I was expecting you to be like, Edgar Wright, love it. Yeah. And you didn't. No, I didn't. So and, talk and me through this. I, you know, I'm the one of the biggest Edgar Wright fans oh, going. Big uh, time. And I went into this film expecting to love it. Mm-hmm. I almost went on with blinkers. Like, it's Edgar Wright, it's quality. Yeah, and now all the things yeah. start, some things that were going on, I was like, yeah, okay, okay. Like, this isn't great, but it's Edgar Wright. We'll, we'll, we'll power okay. through, we'll power through. And like you said, it's got the things, it's quite a cool film. Like the 60s is really cool here. Like the music's cool. Like the the London, um, you know, again, Edgar Wright's what he's great at doing. He's capturing sort of Britishness, you know, like the student dorms, the pubs, like the pulling the pints, little things like yeah, that. that are yeah. very like very innate British things. And he manages to capture that. Um, and there was story-wise, it was okay. Quite a nice twist at the end. Mm-hmm. I just hated every single character. Really? I didn't. Thomas and Mackenzie, I could not stand her. Her wow. voice, everything, just irritated the fucking life out of me. Oh, I thought she was adorable. That, that's what I mean. She was like, oh, this like meek little thing. But like, she just irritated me. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, her accent seems very weird. And then I Googled it and she's like, yeah, from New Zealand or something. So she's not actually English. And I was like, the inner accent supposed to be like Cornish or yeah, something like that. Yeah, I was like, it? it just grated on me. It really okay, grated yeah, on yeah. me. And then I'm, I'm, I don't really like Matt Smith, as we said. And Anya Taylor Joy, I can take or leave. Um, some roles I've seen her in, I like, quite like her. Other roles I've just like, oh, you'd really do my head in. So I can take or leave her. So not the cast for you at all, really. So straight it? away, I think that's the thing that put me off. It's not the story. It's not the direction. I just didn't like a single character. I, okay. I did not. I wasn't rooting for anyone. I was very much like, oh, well, yeah, I hope you all die and quickly because I'm <laughs> bored. Um, and it's a shame because, like I said, I love, love, love Edgar Wright. Um, but I was just being honest with myself. It's like, I'm not going to lie and be like, oh, yeah, it's great. I love it. Oh, it's really good. Or I'm not my own favourites, but it's okay. I just didn't like it. I just okay. Didn't... I'm not saying it's a horrendous film. Just didn't do it for me at okay. all. Interesting. Um, I did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, for me, big time, obviously, the Edgar Wrightisms. What you just said there was perfect, how he encapsulates that British student vibe type, you know, well, yeah. just the pubs and the people. I mean, the creepy old bloke that keeps speaking to her, who's like, I was a bit of a ladies' man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he encapsulates that really well. The music, again, is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he styled it really well for the split between modern London and 60s London storyline i enjoyed the storyline it was a typical thriller horror yeah, type thing yeah. um i really liked the idea of the ghosts being faceless and it obviously i'm not going to talk about what they are but the ghost being faceless i thought was done really well yeah um i do kind of see where you're coming from with the characters to a certain extent so i matt smith got a pass for me because he played what i think he is yeah i quite like anna taylor joy anyway she wasn't bad. I didn't mind. I didn't yeah. actually mind her in this. Um, she was okay. She was probably the character I t- took a shine to the most. Yeah. Um, I can see why you have that with Thomas in Mackenzie. I quite enjoyed the character. I don't know. For me, it was kind of like I think she was cast quite well in this 
to be this ridiculously introvert, timid. Yeah. And she, that was her oh, through she and played, through. She plays that really well. Couldn't stand the bloke that's interested in her, though. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's what, yeah he, he was, wasn't he's... a very good actor in my no, eyes. No, like, that's what I mean. I think that's what let this film down. It's yeah. just... There was no pull for me character-wise. There was no one that I was just like, oh, yeah, um, yeah, I'm rooting for you or I want you to win or or whatever, whatever. So, yeah, a bit of a shame, really. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I did quite enjoy that. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say then. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just like one character for me that didn't quite do it. Again, the horror thriller vibe for me, I did enjoy. I love that. Yeah, type but that's, of film. that's definitely your vibe. And oh, I don't know, it's kudos off for, to Edgar Wright for not pigeonholing himself and trying something different. Mm. Um, Would you, so your views on it, I, this is quite interesting. Would you recommend people to go out and watch it? No. Would you not? Uh, if, if it comes on Netflix, I'd be like, give it a watch. Oh, yeah, so absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't say, I would never say, if I'd seen it in the cinema, I wouldn't say, oh, go see it. Yeah, don't yeah, pay yeah, to okay. see it. Or don't buy it on DVD or anything. But if it pops on the telly, then yeah, definitely give it a watch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In that sense, yeah, I would. It's on Sky or Now TV. Yeah. So if you have it, give it a watch and let us think. Because like me and Ryan are quite contrast on this. Yeah. I, quite like, I it. didn't hate it. I just didn't. It was just a bit meh. Don't I get would, me wrong. It was nowhere near as good as Edgar Wright's other films. Yeah. I would I would say maybe a... A six out of ten. Yeah. So more than mid. Yeah. Oh, it's like, it's not a bad film. It's just by his standards, it just fell fell really short. And like I said, it was the characters that that I wouldn't watch it again. Put it, oh, let's really? put it that okay. way. So maybe maybe a five out of ten. Yeah, weirdly enough, actually, I w- I enjoyed it. I don't think I'd rush back to watch it again. Yeah, and, Whereas, and for you, someone who loves horror and thriller, and yeah. that's your go to like comfort film to put on. Yeah, that's perhaps saying something as well. Yeah, 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 definitely. So actually, that's a good point. But I think that is the thing with Edgar Wright is all of his films replayability is huge. Oh like, yeah, we've all seen Edgar Wright's films a thousand times. That's whereas, it. but then again, I suppose a horror thriller of this caliber of this type isn't normally a go back to type no, watch anyway. No, it, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was never going to be seven oh, or anything no, like that. Do you no, know what no, I mean? No, no. But yeah, okay, interesting. So it's on now TV or Sky. So if you get the opportunity, give it a watch. Let us know what you think. So, seeing as we're on Edgar Wright, we may as well talk Edgar Wright. Let's 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 talk Edgar Wright. And uh, so, immediately after that, I watched Baby Driver. Oh, one of my favourite films of all time. Which we have mentioned quite a few times. We'll not delve too deep into it. Um, we're not going to the storyline because people know what it is. But again, the soundtrack, perfect. The fucking characters in that film. Every, one, it's a fucking star-studded cast. Yeah, oh yeah. Everyone is huge in it. Um Who's your favourite character in that film? Oh. If we're getting rid of Baby... Get rid of Baby. Okay, get rid of Baby, because uh, Baby's probably my favourite. Of course he is. Um, for me, it's probably John Hamm's character. John he Hamm's character. Cool yeah. as fuck in it. He's just like uh, Negan, isn't it? He's got such Negan vibes. Yeah, but like, he starts off, he's quite actually quite a nice guy. He's the one, the, the one of the few people that's actually kind of nice to Baby, quite nice yeah, to support yeah, yeah. And it's sort of almost played in it, because like... Jamie Foxx's character is very, and John Bernthal character, they're very like alpha male dominant, like in your face, blah, blah, blah. Hates and like, baby. Yeah, like, and like, it's very loud, don't shut up. Um, even like confronting John Hamm's character, um, you know, his missus is there, she's like, oh, he'll fuck you up. And oh, he's, yeah, he's yeah. like, and you're like, oh, he can't, he's too, he's too much of a pretty boy to be, yeah. but he does turn out to be 
He's actually the alpha. Oh, big He's time. just not loud and in your face and shouting, but he's the one you would not fuck with. And I love that about him. How he's got this fucking dark side. Um, it's just such a cool film. So sad. Every character is incredible. The fact that each scene is written to the music. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just, a, I, I'm someone that's massive. We've spoke about this, how much we both love our music. So to have a film totally driven by the music and be written alongside the music is just genius. Oh God, absolutely. Like the final showdown, like with the guns where they're firing it in time to like the beats and stuff. It's like, it could, it could have ended up being a really gimmicky film, but it's not. No, 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 like, no. I remember when the trailer for this came out and that's when I, back when I was using Twitter and loads of stars were like, retweeting i can remember like ryan reynolds retweeted the trailer and he was like fucking hell this blew my socks off like just watching the trailer it's that like incredible um and it's one of them again i don't think that many people have actually seen it like i speak you know it's not one like sean the dead or hot fours everyone's seen them you know it's not one of them where i don't know anyone that's seen it and gone yeah i want great it's just a brilliant film. I love a heist film anyway. Like yeah. that, they're always, that's quite a cool genre, but this was different because of the music and every character sensational. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's mad, isn't it? I, I, Cause I really like, so there's two scenes in particular with John Hamm that I love. So there's the scene where you realize that actually he's got a soft spot for baby and he goes over and is like, Oh, what are you listening to queen, queen um, and yeah. Brighton rock, whoever it is. Yeah. So he goes and listens to it with him and they're just jamming out. But then the scene at the end where he's trying to kill baby and he listens to his headphones and he's listening to like what some love song because he's going to go see his girlfriend. Uh, and it's just the same scene, but the contrast completely flipped on his head. Like, oh God, yeah. I love it. And the worst thing is, out of every amazing song in this film, you go away from that film singing... B-A-B-Y-B-B. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because of um, oh, what's your, Lily James's character. She just sings it the whole way yeah. through. That's what sticks in your head. Yeah. Oh, what a fucking film. Oh, it's so, it's so, I've watched it so many times. And I, I'll go with this as one of them that I've not watched it to death. Like, I might have a break for six months or whatever, and then I'll put it on, and I'll be like, oh my God, I'll fall in love with it all over again. And... I'll put it on two, three, four, five more times, you know? Yeah, yeah, And then I'll just go through a massive, I'll listen to the soundtrack loads again. I've even got, I've got that on vinyl, but I've even got like, they did like a, like a remix version uh, of the soundtrack and like a couple of different tracks. So it's like, I can't remember what it's called, like Baby Driver 2 or something like that. And I've even got that on vinyl, which is really cool. It's got like some sound bites from the film. Oh, that's banging. Um, So that's really cool. It's nowhere near as good as the first, but it's just, quirky when you just want to immerse yourself in that world oh, i love it i love 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 it one of my favorite films of all time yeah i yeah i gotta agree with you like it will never get old will it no, no. and again that's one of those films no matter what you're feeling you can bang it on oh yeah the music can make you feel better yeah it's, there's that <clears throat> there's a really weird love story when you think about it of just a guy and a girl who fall in love after meeting in a coffee shop but this dude is a fucking hardened criminal yeah yeah but he's just literally baby because he's like a baby face you know he's just like a kid he is literally just baby face but he was hijacking the reason he's in this mess is because he hijacked a fucking car full of coke yeah he's been hijacked you know at 13 years old he's been doing 
all this shit. He's it, robbing banks left, right, centre. Oh, this it. kid is not a good guy. No. And we forget that because we love him so much. But it's because he's not a violent guy, is it? That's all it is. It's because he's not, he doesn't want to hurt people. Mm. Um, but in so many ways, I, I feel like I, I love Baby and I relate to Baby in a lot of ways in terms of like music because his life is just driven by music. He has music for every mood he's feeling. Every moment in his life has to fit with music. And I sometimes feel like that. I like, I, I'm, I'm always playing music, like all the time. If I'm not watching film or TV, I've got music on. If I'm cooking, yeah. I've got music on. If I'm driving, I've got music on. If I'm sat at work, I've got music on. If I'm in the shower, I've got music on. Like I literally, for every emotion or different mood I'm feeling, I've got music to represent that exactly like Baby. Um, so I just feel like I, I just love that in that so, same way. He's just got all these songs for all these different times of his life. And I just, yeah, I, just, I love it. It's so cool. It's such a cool film. Yeah, definitely. So from there, <clears throat> I went to sleep. Okay. <laughs> I woke up. Go on. And I immediately put on Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Nice. As soon as I woke up, because I forgot that's an Edgar Wright film. I know. I always forget about this. And this is probably the one, other than Last Night in Soho, the one I've seen the least. I think I've only seen it once, maybe twice. Um... And yeah, so it's hard for me to comment on this one. I did really enjoy it. And it's one that I really, really need to go back and yes. rewatch because people love it. It is like a cult classic, isn't it? Yeah. So my friend, Sam, um, I met up with him. We got the kids together, took them soft play. We were sat chatting. I said, oh, I said, I literally, the reason I'm a few minutes late is I was just finishing watching Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. And uh, it was like my favorite film of all time. Yeah. His yeah. favorite film of all time. And you know what? I get it and I don't get it. I love it. Mm. but then I've seen a lot of films. Do you, you know what I mean? It is so stylish. Oh, it is. So fucking stylish. And again, I'm not the biggest Michael Cera fan. No, I think that's... He's it. a I bit th annoying. That, I think that's what puts me off with this film, why I will never love, love, love it, because, yeah, I'm, I, I, it just doesn't do it for me. But what, again, what Edgar Wright fucking does so well is we just mentioned this in Last Night in Soho, so he's got this timid introvert character and he cast you know thomason mckenzie he does that with michael series this character he's got is supposed to be the biggest fucking nerdy awkward weird guy who's got a little bit too much confidence yeah you can't get any better than michael Cera. yeah yeah that's who yeah. he is he thinks he's a bit of a stallion but he is just a bit of fucking nerd yeah like I, I you know what this is the second time i've seen this film i watched it years ago and i remember enjoying it like this was before like Marvel films and what Marvel films are now. Mm -hmm. um, when did it come out? Like 2010 or something, was it? I, yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll Google that while we're talking. Um, but, so it had that, you know, comic book twist, video game probably more than, than that. It, it feels a, like a, a yeah, video game slash comic book feel, doesn't it? The whole film is, oh, feels, God. has got that vibe. Oh, yeah, 2010. Um, again, great cast. Completely forgot that fucking uh, Chris, Chris Evans, Evans is in it. it. Yeah, he plays such a dickhead. I oh, love it, it. He plays dickhead so well, doesn't he? But it's just the weird. So this was obviously a graphic novel beforehand. Yes, I've never read the graphic novel. I'm going to. Um, mm. I'm going to try and get hold of it just because it is that good. I'd love to see the graphic novel version. Um, but it's just such a fucking weird concept. Such a weird concept. He, yeah, he it, fancies this girl who, you know, this pink-haired, crazy, fucking out-there um, girl falls for her immediately and she just has seven crazy exes that he has to defeat in a street 
fighter type vibe. Each one has a different like superpower, so to speak. Yeah. My God, the vegan scene is possibly the funniest scene. Oh, I can't really you remember, remember it. it now. So it's so Michael Sierra's character, his crazy ex, is she left him because she got famous in this yeah. band. So she's a famous singer. The I can't remember the fucking characters' names. Um, but the pink-haired girl, her crazy ex, is the basis for his band. For right, band. Yeah. They end up in this crazy fucking fight. He beats the shit out of Michael Sears' character, and it turns out because he has vegan powers. Because he's vegan, he has all these special powers that is going to destroy Michael Cera. And you have this really weird conversation <laughs> about how he's got vegan powers and how he went to vegan camp and all this sort of shit. Yeah. And um then Michael Cera passes him a coffee that's got milk in it, and then the vegan police come and take his vegan <laughs> take his vegan powers away from him. And I fucking I can't remember for the life of me. I, when, I remember when they come in, I was like one of the coppers I was like oh my god but yeah these vegan please just come running in he's like don't I get three strikes and I'm like yeah what about that time you ate a full rack of ribs and he's like <laughs> and he just goes ribs aren't vegan <laughs> it's just so fucking funny uh, uh, yeah honestly you have to rewatch this film uh, yeah I really do I really really do um, like I said it's one that I've not seen enough um, I didn't see it when it was out I only went to it I got drawn to it because it's an Edgar Wright film. That's that's the whole reason I went out and saw it because just by looking at it and the trailers and stuff, it didn't have that immediate hook for me. Probably because of Michael Cera. Yeah, to yeah, be yeah. Honest. Um, ah, that's it. So they're called the Elite Task Force, the Vegan Please, and it's Tom Jane. Thomas Jane, you know, play the Punisher. Oh, I love Thomas Jane, <laughs> I yeah. I love, love so Thomas much. Jane. So he just pulls in and their guns are their fingers. Oh, then, yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh my God, it's Thomas Jane. I fucking love Thomas Jane. One of my favourite actors. Um, we should do a Thomas Jane episode. Oh, God, yes. Deep Blue Sea oh, is where boy. it's at. Mate, we're, all right, we're doing Thomas... Ain't many people doing Thomas Jane episodes. No way. Oh, <laughs> it is quality. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, so go... I Yeah, I'm going to give you this one as a... I think you should go away and rewatch it. Re I need it. to, yeah, I really do. It is so much fun. I I just really, really, really enjoyed everything about it. I just mm -hmm. forgot how stylish it is. I really like, obviously, again, the music. It's all very grunge yeah. in this. Um, again, this is just what I fucking love about Edgar Wright. Every song's music is just completely different. Yeah, it is. You know, this grungy as fuck. you got Baby Driver. Um, then you're looking at Last Night in Soul, which is all 60s, Silla Black and shit like that. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, this... I want to see his playlist so bad. Well, he publishes them every year. Does he actually? Yeah, because I follow him on Instagram and Twitter and everything. So he he always like he always yeah creates a playlist or shares his songs or like he always show pictures of like the films he's watched each month as well. So he'll have stacks of DVDs. He's like, right, this is this month's watch that I've watched, and the variety oh, wow. is insane. You know, you're going from like yeah modern modern classics to like your old school 1930s or 60s British or and ev everything anywhere in between, you know, world cinema. And it's just incredible. Like you can't keep up with it. I've, I've seen, I'm a big film buff and I am, I'm just amateur compared to Edgar Wright. He is, oh, yeah. he is pro, obviously he's a professional director, but you know what I mean? Like even in his watching, cause he just, he just like, he just absorbs film and music and 
he's what I aspire to be because that's what we do. You know, I love my music. I love my film. I'm, I love my TV. I'm always taking on more and trying new things because uh, a lot of that will come from like, yeah, people like Edgar Wright who are, who are a big fan of. So, you know, when yeah, he posts definitely. it, it's like, oh my God, I've watched like two of those films that you just <laughs> shared out of 50. It's crazy. In crazy. Fact, while we're talking about this then, let's give our boy a shout out. So obviously... Ryan brought to the table that he does 52 new films every year. Or tries to, or anyway. Or tries to. Uh, lost the last couple of years. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm, we'll do it together this year. Um, I'm on 25, and you're roughly the same age. I, I got up to 27 today. Oh, 26, because I've got to put Mario on it. Nice. 26. So we're like, yeah, we're doing all right. We're doing pretty well, to be fair. By yeah. normal standards, that's pretty good, because you think it's, it's supposed to be one a week, um, and what would... Early April. So really, we should be on around less than 20 Yeah, by, yeah, by yeah, this definitely. stage. So, so we're well ahead of the game. And then our boy Goss. He is something else. He has done 52 already. 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 This yeah. dude, I don't know he has the time. I don't, like, I don't know. He, he, he is, always says it because he, he doesn't sleep. I think he struggles to sleep. He, so he just stays yeah, up yeah, at yeah. night and just watches film after film, which is in. Incredible. He's got a couple of young kids running around, and he's like a really good, active dad. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he, te- you know, he's obviously he's got a busy ass job as well. He's quite high up in his job. He travels a lot with his work. He teaches fucking martial arts. Yeah. So like, he's got so much going on, dude. I was like, Goss, how do you do it? How like, do you do honestly, it? He's how busier do than you? you. Oh yeah, yeah. And he watched. He's watched fifty. He's probably more than that now as well. Oh, he told probably, us that last probably week. over sixty by now. Oh god, easy. It's yeah. so impressive. What was his fifty-second film? I can't remember. It was one that we mentioned. He wanted it? to make it like a. Like a significant one, I think. Uh, yeah. I can't remember. <clears throat> Find the chat. Yeah, it was something that we spoke about recently. I can't remember what we'd done. He was like, I'm going to watch that. It's going to be my 50-second film. Um, I thought you were joking. I'm not going to lie to you. When he said it, I was like, fuck off. Have you seen that many films? Was it Bullet Train? It was Bullet Train. Bullet yeah. Train, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, bless him. Well played, Goss. That, <laughs> well, yeah. that is insane. Uh, any of you guys that have decided to go along with Ryan's 52 films in a year, let, let's know how you're doing. Cause... Yeah, uh, quite a few people have, have said to me that they're doing it this year, which is quite nice, um, because I've done it for a few years. It was just something I randomly came up with. I think I first did it in 2018, uh, a few years where I missed it, and then... So it's quite, it's really, really nice now that people are coming up to it. Yeah, yeah. And that's why you have all the restraining orders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not normally the... It's different rubbing, isn't it? <laughs> Anyway, so, anyway, <laughs> so um, is there any other Edgar Wright films to chat about before we go on to the trilogy? I'm struggling to think what other films he's directed. I'm, I don't think there's anything else massive that I can remember of. Obviously, we've got Spaced. Loved Spaced. Space is one of my favourite shows of all time. I've um, not watched it in years. I've, I've got him on DVD in the garage. Yeah. I, I would like to go back and rewatch it. So that for those of you who have not seen Spaced, and anyone that loves the Cornetto trilogy should go watch Spaced. It was a TV show that came out late Mm -hmm. nineties. There's only two seasons. So there's only like 14 episodes, I think seven in each season. Um, And it is just about two people that meet up um, randomly in like a coffee shop or something because they're both homeless. They both decide to get a flat share together and it's just their antics living in a flat share just being massive stoners. Just being like stoners and nerds. And it is just littered with pop culture references. So yeah, like, you yeah. know, they when they're going around the flat share, 
you know, it's all a bit creepy because it's all dark and they're being shown around and they open a cupboard and there's like two twins there and they're like, oh, like just like the shining. It's yeah, like, yeah. we cl- we finished cleaning and like, oh, did it take you long? It took us forever and ever. <laughs> and, you're like, and they're like losing their shit. So obviously just like a massive rip off of the shining. But each episode is filled with references like that where they'll just play out random scenes from other films. Simon Pegg's in it, Nick Frost's in it. All the other characters make cameos throughout the rest of his like films, especially the Cornetto trilogy. It is genius. It's comic genius. It really and, uh, is. I fucking I've watched it more times than I can count. I know them word for word. Those shit, that those episodes. Oh god, yeah. And if you've never seen Spaced, but you're a fan of Brooklyn Nine Nine. I remember watching. Cause yeah, I, I yeah. never watched an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine until a couple of years ago. Right, and I binged watched every episode. Yeah, I loved it so much. But that gave me massive space vibes. Not because obviously Brooklyn Nine Nine's cops, but because pop culture references, film references, after film reference, yeah, after yeah, yeah, film yeah. reference, constant. And I remember watching it being like, "This is just like a modern American space." Yeah, and I love that about. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. that style of comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never thought about that actually. Yeah, it it, it does work like that. Oh, space just, is so good. Just, everyone plays a character so well, yeah. don't they? Um, I, I could, yeah, I could happily watch that again now. I've watched it so many times. Yeah. Definitely, that would be my recommendation for people. Check it out. Oh, yeah, and again. And I they're mean, only like 20-minute episodes, so yeah. you can watch the entire thing, both series, in a few hours. Oh, God, yeah. Um, Yeah. You could do that over a couple of nights, couldn't you? Easy, easy. And it's, it is well worth it. So from that onto the Cornetto trilogy then... The Cornetto Trilogy. So the Cornetto Trilogy, for those of you that don't know, you heathens that don't know what the Cornetto Trilogy is. If you don't are, know, why listen to this podcast? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you don't know that, you've no idea what we're talking about. No, ever. So the Cornetto Trilogy, Trilogy, Trilogy started with Shaun of the Dead, followed up by Hot Fuzz and ending with At World's End. Yes. Um. Now, World's End, I didn't watch that for years because I wasn't that interested. Because I remember... After Hot Fuzz coming out, the whole talk about the Cornetto trilogy and the third one being a sci-fi. It was, a big, it was a sort of a big deal then, wasn't it? Mm. Like, Because I want to say Sean Liddick came out 2004. You know what? You, you're on it tonight with dates. I'm so. going to say 2004 and then Hot Fuzz 2007. I haven't researched this. This is just going off of memory. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were pretty close together, I remember. 2004. Hot was 2007 there you go yes um so i was like what a teenager and everyone was going mental for Shaun of the dead and everyone watched it to death and then i remember when hot fuzz came out and me and kyle went to see it at the cinema and it was packed the cinema and um i can remember one scene in particular it was where um they go to the pub and they get drunk and they've got um the little guy, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, the rich guy. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and then it's like, oh, I think someone needs to go home because he's just like pissing up against the uh, the bandit yeah. machine. Yeah. So they carry him home and he's like, oh, we did get a little drunk, get it? Because he's little and he's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Kyle burst out laughing, like proper belly laughing. No one else in the cinema laughed, which just made it funnier. Like, why is no one laughing? That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, like, oh, it was so good. But everyone... Like I was friends with a mark like that I knew at, the, at that around that age, binged watched these two films to death. Yeah, everyone that like not not everyone because I'm generalizing, but all my friends 
everyone on DVD. They're always on ITV. Yeah. Um, so many people I know know these work th- these films word for word. Mm-hmm. And then there was the bi- there was a big gap then because those two were so became cult classics instantly, especially British classics. Well, I was about to say by far best of British. Oh yeah, and that's why they was on all the time. Yeah. Oh, they're absolutely peak of what British because they're so Brit. They are British films. Oh, big time. They're like, and I know they they are worldwide success, especially Shaun of the Dead because people go mad for zombie films, um, regardless of what country of origin. But all those Britishness is in there. Anyway, before before we speak about that, um, there was so much hype then, so uh, for the World's End for the last one, and I think that. Uh, can I go three for three? I don't know when this one came out. I want to say 2012 Ooh, or 13. 13. So it was a big gap. So like six years. It's a long time when the other, first two were so iconic. So I feel like everyone went into the third one with such expect, high expectations and most people were a bit disappointed. Mm. And I think most people consider the third one the weakest. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think so, this is where I struggle. Okay, so I watched... At World's End on the previous podcast, yeah, we did a Cornetto Trilogy episode. And the first time I'd seen it, so I watched all three, first time I've seen it, and I put it as my favorite. Really? I, I honestly, mm. because I think I went in there with such low expectations because yeah. everyone said it was the weakest. I fucking loved it. Mm. And after what, so I watched them in order. Yeah. And yes, I love Shaun of the Dead. And again, I think Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz for me is because I've overwatched them. Yeah. They're not bad. Still, I still fucking love them. And I get excited every time they're mm-hmm. on. Because this was new to me. The World of the End was new. I'd not seen it before. I was like, shit, this is actually right now, at this second, this is my, f-. and they change all the time. Don't yeah. They? This is my favorite right now. Yeah. It's yeah, new. Yeah. It's funny. It's, it's just the same humor. And, Everything I wanted, the same people in different clothes, acting slightly different, but still everything I need from an Edgar Wright film. Yeah. I fucking loved it. Didn't get the opportunity to rewatch it again before tonight. Right, yeah. Which, which makes me sad because it's, it's the only time I've seen it. Okay. And I remember loving it. And Josh, bless him, he put it on. I watched Hot Fuzz yesterday. And Josh's film choices are very odd. I don't, if he's got the telly, I tend to not sit in the same room as him. Right, okay. And he walked in from shopping. He was taking his shoes off. He looked up, I'm not kidding you, half a second. He went, oh, hot fuzz. Like, that's how iconic this yeah, film oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went upstairs for a shower. Just to, I was knackered, so I like laid on the bed for half hour. And I could hear him watching it downstairs. But I was so tired. I needed that half hour, 45 yeah. minutes sort of laying down nap. So I didn't didn't watch it, but yeah. Uh, yeah, see, it's it's so hard. It's like, it's like I, I don't know, I imagine picking your favourite child with these three. Uh, and I... Shaun the Dead is incredible. Like the zombie film, I love zombie films anyway. I love that horror. So the the fact that it's a comedy, but it still has all the the zombie. It's still quite tense, you know. It's it's quite it's ridiculous. It's silly, but it's not like slapstick. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that sort. Of, I love the style of these film, uh, the, the the style and the comedy. I think Hot Fuzz is probably the funniest. I think. The one line is in it. I'll rewatch that today. The one line is in it. Um, the play on all the action films, the action tropes, you know, quiet. And it's the most British, I think, Hot Fuzz. It's literally like them going to, like, you know, the pubs and kicking out all the youngsters who's walking around with a cone on his yeah. head. Well, it's just and, set like, in a tiny little British and, village. And, and like, it's so relatable. Mm-hmm. Having been brought up, you know, in the countryside in, like, 
you know, going to these local pubs and walking back and being daft with your mates and everybody knowing everybody. Everyone knows yeah. everyone and, uh, you know, everyone's got like, oh, it's just Trigger, the lo- not Trigger, whatever the guys call is like the local bloody, it's just the creepy old man. That, yeah, you know yeah, those yeah. vibes. It's just, the, it's so clever. It's so funny. Like, oh, every mum and his, oh, there's more guns in the country. It's like every mum, every farmer and his mum's packing around here. <laughs> it's like everyone's packing around here. Like who? Farmers. Who else? Farmer's, farmer's mums. <laughs> and at the end, it's the farmer and his mum shooting at him with a rifle, or like shotguns. He's stupid so, like that. He's so, so good for them. So, so clever. For them, com- uh, them comeback jokes, because yeah. that one's brilliant. And when he's like trying to teach Danny and he's like, just look around, there's shit going on. And yeah. the old bloke with the big jacket is like, what's he got going on underneath that jacket? Yeah, yeah. And then at the end, it turns out he's fucking holding loads of guns yeah, under it. Yeah, it's just, oh, it's so clever. It's the there's fucking- so many one-liners. It's it's just joke after joke after joke, but they're not like, they're not. sometimes they're not in your face. You need to think about them afterwards. It's not like until you realise it's just everything about it. Oh, the sh- one of the, sh- I could talk hot fuzz all day. The shots of the two Andes though, the detectives, maybe the two best characters <laughs> where they're staring at him and then they go off, off screen. And then, and then, um, Oh, what's he called? The actor. Paddy Considine. He yeah. just comes back on, doesn't he? And looks at him again. <laughs> oh, it's so, so clever. I, I, I think hot fuzz, I think hot fuzz is probably the best film. Yeah. The World's End's my favourite. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. The World's End's my favourite. Again, not a, not probably the not popular choice, but I love, love, love The World's End. It's the whole premise of it. Even before it turns into a sci-fi film, I think it's fantastic. It's a great starting premise, what, isn't it? The idea, it's so relatable to me and us and like as friendships. It's like, old friends meeting up to try and live, relive their youth and going on a massive pub crawl and getting pissed. Mm. It's so like, I've, and it's not even that massive either. Is it the golden mile? Or whatever it's like 12, it is. 12, 12, pubs, 12, 12 pubs, pints. Or something, 12 pubs, 12 pints. Easy. We knock that back fucking I, I know, easy. But it, I, if you, if you do it as a proper pub crawl, I do think it's hard. It's really hard. I've done a few different ones. It's like, there's some in Chesterfield. Don't we've done one before? Like my unit, uni mates, we all met up to do like the Otley Run in Leeds, and it is they are hard when you're having a full pint and moving on to the next pub, and like these old mates and trying to relive their youth and be nostalgic. And Gary King, um, he's stuck in the past. All his friends have moved on; they've got different lives, but he's trying to come back and relive it. And it's it's a it's a pure nostalgia trip. And oh, yeah, for yeah. me. I relate to that so much because I'm someone that can be a, sometimes a bit over nostalgic, but you know, we try and we, we try and do this. How many times we, you know, we met up to get, have a big piss up. And it's like, Oh, I'll try and do this. And you try and relive these great nights. Oh yeah. yeah. But it's the ones that you don't like everyone there, apart from Gary, they're not up for it. Are they They're like, Oh yeah, we'll try and get into it. But got they end kids, up having like work in the morning. Yeah. They end up having a good time and then it goes weird. It just becomes like the most memorable night of their lives. And then, well, most of them get really killed off or whatever. Cause it's like, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. it turns into a weird sci-fi film <laughs> but it's just love that and like the, the idea it's like it shit's going down it's going fucking mental robots have taken over it's like oh what we're we gonna do we're gonna finish <laughs> we're gonna get to the world's end and like fuck it let's just do it and one by one they get picked off or whatever and it's i love that like again all those british isms that you get like walk into your local pub and pouring your pint and you just get more and more pissed it's just it's hilarious it's such 
I just love it. I love yeah. it. If what as well we need to do next time we go out like on a drinking session or if we if we should do a pub crawl we should watch this before because it nothing gets you more pumped up for going on, on the piss <laughs> yeah, yeah, than yeah. watching this film honestly we'll watch it before we do the train one yeah yeah perfect yeah. um yeah the train pub crawl through the peak district amazing um yeah so it is my favorite which is not a popular choice but it's for all those reasons that i absolutely love it yeah definitely and it that's what i love about the the trilogy as well i mean obviously they all have a lot in common um but they're all they're all centered around a pub a british pub yeah i mean it hot fuzz not as much but it's still they go there every night yeah it starts it, there it sort of ends there exactly um, well i do well i don't know it ends in the model, model village yeah, yeah. Be a big man in a little town fuck off to the fuck model off. village <laughs> oh there's so many jokes in hot fuzz uh, like the one that i cry with like, i've heard i've watched hot fuzz so many times but i still laugh and it's like what, do you want us to ring everyone in the phone book? We'll start with Aaron A. Aronson. <laughs> <laughs> I still think the best joke in it is where they go and um, interview the farmer. So they take the copper with him to... Uh, <laughs> translate. To translate. Yeah. And then they need Danny to translate him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so And then funny. they keep doing it. And by the end of it, Danny's... Fuck, he's Danny will say something before he's translated yeah, something. Yeah, it's oh. just so fucking clever. Oh, it's it's fucking hilarious. And then I suppose Shaun of the Dead is probably the most famous out of all three. So if you're looking, saying Hot Fuzz is the best, World's End favorite, Shaun of the Dead is the fan favorite. It's the probably the most, most iconic, yes. uh, especially outside of Britain. Oh, big time. Which is weird because when you think American humor is very different to British humor. Very, yeah, British humor is very dry. Um, oh yeah and obviously to a bit get- all witty and i think these these films they're all witty the witty jokes that's what i mean you don't even as brits we don't get them straight away sometimes you have to have a think it's like oh it's like it it's not slapstick it's not in your face it's not over the top silliness oh god absolutely. they are ridiculous but they're not silly yeah and the whole idea of getting out of a zombie apocalypse by going for a pint at the winchester and waiting for the whole thing to blow over yeah is the most british thing to do oh yeah and, and- it's it, oh, it's just so quotable as well. I think we literally say this on Call of Duty all the time. It's like, oh, we'll find a building and we'll wait for the whole thing to blow over. Like, <laughs> literally every like time. Everyone always quotes these films, especially Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Yeah, again, in that possibly my favourite, probably one of my favourite scenes out of the whole trilogy is when they're throwing records oh, at the zombie records. in the back yeah, garden yeah. and they get to bat dance and he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just so, oh, so there's a girl in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> you got red on you. You got red. Uh, yeah, I just love it. Like, there's little things as well that like, you pick up more and more when you watch it. It's like, you know, even little things like Shaun the Dead and Hot Fuzz, Simon Pegg's a serious character and... Nick Frost is the idiot. Yes. And then they flip that for the third film. Gary King, Simon Pegg's the idiot, and Nick Frost is the serious one. Mm-hmm. Just little things like that. I love the way they play it. And ah, they're just they're incredible. I know I said this about Baby Driver as well, but these three, the, the trilogy, are always on my list of my favourite films of all time. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, absolutely. They are just... I, I genuinely have watched those films, like finished hot fuzz and just press play again really on my old i think the old dvd that i had it had that feature where it go back to the menu and then if you didn't do anything it just played after like two minutes it just you know just started again so i just let it run again and you know like it's just (laughs) and you end up still being hooked into it oh god absolutely 
Oh, they're just fantastic. So good. And I love as well. Yeah, they're all different tropes, like playing on different tropes. So the first ones all take the piss out of horror. Second one, action. Third one, sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Genius. Especially, especially genius. in that second one as well. I mean, obviously they're all blatant in your face, but I just love Nick Frost talking about all the action point blank. Rush Hour, uh, not Rush Hour, uh, Bad Boys 2. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. sort of thing. I fucking love it. It's that scene when he's in um, Summerfield at the beginning and he's chasing that copper and he's just looking. He's like, Super Cup 3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kung Fu Badass 9. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Nothing more British than a Summerfield in a film as yeah. well. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Oh god! And this, so this is how you know that Hot Fuzz is the best one. That's when you go back to. Yeah, that's when when you're talking about funny moments. That's, that's the probably one. the most quotable one. I yeah. think it's it's Hot Fuzz. Is every like every scene is quotable. Yarp, yarp, narp, narp, narp. Like and so like the the casts are insane as well. Like Hot Fuzz, like the cameos. People, some of the ones that people don't even realize, like. The shot of Santa Claus at the start stabbing the knife through Nicholas Angel. Um, that's Peter Jackson, Is who, it? the director of Lord of the Rings, you oh, know, wow. like massive Oscar winning, one, one of the most successful directors of all time. <laughs> I didn't know it's that. just Santa. Um, you know, Janine, who's his girlfriend that he leaves at the start, that yeah, you yeah. never see a face. She's just in like the biohazard suit because yeah. she's the crime scene investigator. Kate Blanchett. No. Yeah. Fucking hell. That's Kate Blanchett. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, it's not until like people point these out and stuff. You rewatch it and you definitely know. I like today. Yeah. I was like, I've always known, I've known that for years and years. I rewatched it. I was like, it's definitely here. You can yeah. tell by a voice. Now, you've, I, said it. now you've said it. I can see it. Yeah. She, she's got a very distinct, distinctive face anyway. Yeah. She? But she obviously, she's got, she got the mask on. So you yeah. can see in her eyes and it's like, you know, Jim Broadbent is always quality in every film. Paddy Considine's great in this one, in the second one, Bill in Bailey. the third one as well. B- Bill Bailey, yeah. Um, who plays Skinner? What's he called? I can never remember that guy's uh, name. Timothy Dalton, isn't it? Is it Timothy Dalton? Yeah, because he, bo- he was James Bond, yeah. wasn't he? Just massive, massive actors and actresses. Um, and they're all you know, iconic characters. I just love it. I just absolutely... Love it. Murder, murder, murder. <laughs> Change the fucking record. <laughs> yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Really, when you think about it, Edgar Wright not done that many films. No, he really hasn't. You know, I mean, we've spoke about six films. Yeah. And um, spaced. Yeah. And he has he has done more. He's done a lot of early nineties stuff, you know, when he was sort of breaking through. I don't yeah, even then I don't think he's done that. It was many. nothing massive. There's nothing I've I'd heard of. No. He um, was so he was doing he was the original director for Ant Man. Oh, was it? Yeah, and he, he I think he did quite a bit, but then he left it due to creative differences. Oh, okay. So they didn't want that much that much music in it. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think yeah. I think he wanted to make it a little bit more standalone, whereas they wanted it to be obviously majorly tied oh, the MCU. Absolutely, we, you can't get away from that. Oh yeah, which yeah, is yeah. a shame because we'll never get Edgar Rice Ant Man. No, which would have been quality in its own in God its own guess. right. So yeah, so I don't, I've not heard or seen anything upcoming from Edgar Wright. Have you, have no, you? I haven't. No, like I said, I'll, I follow, I do follow him, but he's normally plays his cards quite close to his chest with, does, with he? projects he's got ongoing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I saw it was Nick Frost's birthday the other day and both him and Simon Pegg were like posting loads of shit about Nick Frost, which I was like, oh, we're about to do an episode on you. Yeah. <laughs> they always still 
do a lot together, obviously. Like, yeah, yeah. Be- the best mates best in real friends, life. So, like, course. Nick Frost and Simon Pegg are best mates. And Simon Pegg got it, Nick Frost the job in Spaced, who wasn't a professional actor, it was just his mate. Oh, and really? just plays his mate in Spaced. And then that, you know, look, now, look, look. now look yeah. incredible, really. Oh, so that, my friend, is Edgar Wright. <sighs> I could talk all day. And that's Edgar the Wright. I could literally just do, we could. Just, we should have a watch party where we just watch them, have a few I'm beers, and just quote the films. Should we do that on the 28th instead of streaming? Yeah. We'll just do quality. all the Edgar Wright films. Oh, and then just amazing. talk about them afterwards. Yeah, that was so good. Right. Anything else about Edgar Wright before we... <sighs> I, think that, I think I'll have to cut it there, because otherwise I'll just keep throwing random Hot Fuzz quotes out. Okay, so we have a winner. Okay, we have go on. a winner for The Eliminator. Last minute, couple of votes. Yeah. Go on. Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok wins. Thor Ragnarok wins by one point. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> Feels tough to get rid of Endgame, doesn't it? I know. Chunk's coming around tomorrow to help us fix some uh, some technical issues we're having with oh, our new gear. he's going to be fuming. I'm not going to tell him. No. I mean, I'll wait till he's fixed wait, everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, he's also doing all the fucking, all the stuff for the streaming as well. Because it's quite a, professional setup he's sorted out for me yeah so he'll just change it so like there's a massive cock in the background or something I'm like you got rid of my votes you wanker <laughs> oh yeah oh dear so for Ragnarok is through to the next round who have we got in the next round then next round is Infinity War yep versus Iron Man Ooh. <laughs> tough tough one very tough one again because I think people look at it and go, "Well, Infinity War will beat Iron Man." Yeah, but again, we—if we fucking didn't tell you enough to go back and rewatch Iron Man when we did this the first time, go back and rewatch Iron yeah. Man. Well, you think in this round, everyone was saying start with, "Oh, it's not never going to work because Avengers are always going to win and they'll always be the final." We've just lost, not through intentional. That, that's not the reason at all. We've talked through our reasons, but we've just lost Endgame and the first Avengers yeah. in the last two rounds. Yeah. Madness. Mad, yeah. And let's be honest, Endgame, Endgame went by and now it's bollock, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But again, we have differences. This is why I leave, leave it down to you lovely people. Yeah, that's this it. Is I why feel I... like that was, yeah, just... But again, because the post hasn't been out that long, by tomorrow it could have been a... It could have flipped back to Endgame, it, but it, it, but it would been, be too yeah. late. It would be too late. My fault, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just take the post down now. Yeah, fuck a bit delete. <laughs> Right, so that's everything that we have time for. Please remember, if I haven't already mentioned it, probably have uh, 28th live stream. Please get involved. Put it in your calendars. I'll be starting at 2 p.m. on that Friday um, and going straight through till 2 p.m. on the Saturday. Me and Ryan will be doing lots of gaming together. We've got lots of ideas to play. Um, a lot of the other people that have either been on the show or we've mentioned a thousand times will be gaming with us. If you want to game with us, please let us know. And please, 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 if you can do- donate a couple of pounds, it's going to a very worthy charity. Um, we will have posts and everything put up. I did share the uh, the video. The highlights the did you watch yep. that? Yeah, um, I saw bits of it. I have. I saw. Uh, uh, yeah, get my words out. I watched it when you first sent God, it through. We were bad at Rocket League. We'll be that standard now, though. I don't know. I had a game the other night with uh, Jack Hudson. Oh yeah. At least I can like. 
do more better flips and a little bit of flying now. I'll, I'll be worse than I was then. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Yeah. We'll get a couple of games beforehand. Yeah, it'll be good too. So, yeah, please. I know, obviously, it is hard. Cost of living crisis, a pound, two pound, whatever you can give is all helpful towards such a worthy cause. And, you know, it's the reason why I did it on payday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because people don't mind paying on payday. A couple yeah. of quid, do they? So, everybody, thank you so much for listening as always. Please, please, please share. Ryan, last words. Yarp. Peace.